Now, another Astros podcast. Resnick, a couple homers on the year. Swings at the first pitch into left center field. That's got a chance. That is home run number three, Jake Marisnik. A two-run job off of the sculpture in left center field. It's an 8-2 ball game. 0-1, and Marisnik drives this one deep to left center field. Going back on it is Yelich, and that one is off the home run sculpture. Two home runs for Jake Marisnik. Both of them two-run shots, and the Astros now lead it 10-2. Well, can you believe that, Jake Marisnik? as the Astros continue to, to sting the baseball. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. And offense just relentless yesterday against the Miami Marlins to, to take this series, winning the first two games. And, I mean, Josh Reddick hit the first pitch of the game for a single, and, and that was really just kind of the, the beginning. It was, and we, we just kept coming at him and kept coming at him. We'd have multiple innings where we where we put crooked numbers up there. and. And probably the most impressive inning was when, when we had two outs and nobody on. We draw the three walks, and then McCann doesn't let him off the hook and delivers a big blow. And, you know, we, we go from 3 nothing feeling good. They come back 3-2. We somewhat put them away at that point, 6-2. to two. Uh, And then we just continued to score, you know, inning after inning. And how about Jake Marisnik? Yeah, three extra base hits, two home runs, first career multi-homer game. And neither of those two home runs were cheap. He's the first one, 450 feet. Yeah, no, he'll remind us. I mean, he, he lets <laughs> us know that, that uh, he's got a little power. But uh, I'm really happy for him because of a lot of reasons. Number one, he doesn't get as much playing time as, as he could uh, on most teams, but, but this team's tough to crack. And then number two, uh, coming back to play your old boys. You know, he played here for a little bit as an early early big leaguer. Uh, friends over there, some family in the area, some some uh, some good memories here for him. And so when you come back and, and play in front of those people and play well and have a, a career night, it's uh, it's got to be good for him. You mentioned not as much playing time here as he would have on, on some other teams, but not to say that he accepts his role, but it seems like he understands what his role is and has embraced it. Yeah, he's good at it. And he's made himself a little more versatile in the outfield. I've put him at all three outfield positions and um, and obviously, I try to get him in there, you know, once or twice a week, get him a start, and 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 he's got a ton of athleticism. I think some of his potential's untapped, and we're trying to to get more out of him. But um, like most nights, you know, it doesn't matter where we are in the lineup; we got a chance to impact the game. And Jake showed at the bottom of the order, uh, you know, hitting eighth in front of a pitcher, he's got he's got just as much chance to impact the game. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, five strong innings, giving up two runs. Could have gone deeper in the game, but was it one of those situations where where the score was what it was? Maybe just back off on Keuchel a little bit. Yeah, it's a good breather for him, you know, and, and it doesn't come very often. And and I and I know we've asked a lot out of him in the early parts of the season, and uh, he's been so exceptional for us. When we had the big lead, he's got he's got a minimal pitch count. I don't think he was particularly sharp uh, yesterday, so it, it all it worked in all facets where we could. You'd get him an early day. We could. We had a comfortable lead. We got him a win, uh, and everybody goes goes home happy. And Tony Sipp, uh, rather impressive. Went the final two and two thirds innings. Uh, only allowed one base runner, and that was on an error. And, and, and looked about as sharp as he's looked all year. Yeah, it's the best he's thrown. And, and and we really needed him to pick us up. You know, I was trying not to use Giles, not to use Gregerson, Davinsky, Harris, some of our bullpen that that we use so often and and Tony hasn't gotten in there as much as he has in the previous couple seasons so you know to get get some extra work for him to finish the game uh really picked up our team kind of helped him get established a little bit more confidence and obviously pitchers love coming in and and uh and getting their outs he also got in at bat so that'll that'll be uh, that'll be talked about in the clubhouse we're gonna see some velocity tomorrow afternoon 11 10 start time back in Houston Lance McCullers Jr. Jose Urania both guys that can really throw the ball hard. Sip with the 1-2.
Swing and a miss. Avila's down on strikes, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take the first two in Miami. They've won three in a row as they beat the Marlins tonight by a final of 12-2. to Houston is heating up, so kick off your summer at the Astros' 10th annual Bayou Bash. The Summer Street Fest will take place on Saturday, May 20th from noon till 3 on Crawford Street, just outside Minute Maid Park, before the Astros take on the Cleveland Indians. Bring out the whole family for tons of crawfish, food trucks, games, a slap koozie giveaway for the first 1,000 attendees, and live music by local country artist, the Buck Yeager Band. For tickets and more information, visit astros.com slash bayoubash. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I have Julia Morales, the field reporter for the Astros, on their television broadcast, who's been here same length of time as me and Robert. This is your fifth year. What is that like, going to these new stadiums? Uh, never been here to the Marlins Park here in, in Miami. What's it like just seeing a, a new stadium for the first time? Well, first, it's taken you this long to have me on the show. Thanks a lot. We've been here <laughs> five years together, Sparky. <laughs> no, it's good to be on. Uh, you know, it is fun. I, since it has been, this is my fifth season coming in, and you'd think I'd knock out all these ballparks by now. Yeah. But there's actually a couple that I still have yet to get to. We missed out coming to Miami in 2014 when we yeah. played the NL East then, so this is a first time for me. Um, I take a, a certain picture every time that I go to a new ballpark. And Did I've got you get it, this one yet? I got it already. I got yeah. it this morning. I, uh, you know, I got to take a mascot selfie with Billy got that done okay. uh, but it is cool I mean just I, I like to walk around and I do the segments during the game and so I, when I come in I usually try to, to look up all the features that would seem interesting to fans and there's definitely a few at this ballpark which ballpark has the best food can you can you pinpoint one it's tough because I just love food in general, so I like everybody's food. Uh, San Francisco, Seattle, it's got to be at the top, right? Right, right. those are at the top. Uh, you know, I do like Yankee Stadium's food. Oh, yeah. Lots of options there. Uh, and I like going to the East because I like the Baltimore, I like the crab fries, just something different. Um, you know, in Kansas City, barbecue, you can get some good barbecue at that ballpark. Just, I like it all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when you and I started... I mean, it wasn't this good. I mean, obviously, the Astros lost a lot of games the first couple of years. We were doing this amazing. 28 out of the first 40 games they've won this year. Uh, what's the biggest difference when you talk to guys right now? Everybody's obviously more willing to talk because they're in a great mood. Right, right, yeah. The clubhouse is more full these days. And, you know, thinking back to 13, 14, when the team was was changing out a lot, you know, every it seemed like every time we'd start a new homestand or a road trip, there'd be a new guy in the clubhouse just because they were breaking guys in or giving other guys opportunities. And the, those days were fun, too, because we got to see a lot of firsts. We got to see the first strikeouts, the first wins for, for some guys. And, and they got opportunities to do some cool things in the big leagues. This time around, though, you know, dealing with um, some veterans that, that have, they brought in has made the world of difference for reporters. Uh, they, they're always available. They always say the right thing. Um, and, and they're just good to, to, to do the one-offs. You know, a lot of baseball, a lot of what we do in baseball is the, just the daily conversations. Not A lot of it doesn't even make the air. Um, but it's just learning from these guys, whether it just be a conversation with Brian McCann about his at-bat yesterday or whatever it may be. And they're great about that. And so they're teaching the younger guys how that goes. You're right. Everyone's more available and everyone's willing to talk about this great start. Last thing, Julia, Lance McCullers pitching today. That's the kind of the big story is Jose Fernandez, one of his best friends, passed away last year, obviously. Uh, that was the face of the franchise with the Marlins. You got a chance to talk to, to Lance. Uh, how's he feeling coming into this game? 
Yeah, I think it's pretty emotional, and I think it started when when he showed up to Miami. I think just walking in this ballpark, I felt it too. You know, what I mean, you know, you know, he's not here anymore. You see a team that's struggling, and that's a that's a reason why. I mean, he was their leader. He was the biggest smile, and you know, for Lance to to come in and and just kind of feel that, I think it it brought it all back for him. September wasn't that long ago either, and just to see some of the guys that he used to work out with, with Jose, I think brings that back too. His pitching coach is coming to the game today that that kind of brought them together when they were 15 and 16, and his pitching coach uh, actually told him, it's Orlando Chinea, told him, you know, my dream was for both of you to get to the big leagues, but then for you guys to pitch together, or pitch against each other, excuse me. So, you know, when Lance told me that, it kind of, it broke my heart a little bit. I mean, it's just very heartbreaking to think about what happened and how young they were and how similar they are you know and just you know and how they're some young stars in the game but he is uh, honoring him today with the cleats he got some custom cleats made and he told the guy any you know anything that you think jose would like just go for it and so the, the fans will get to see that today it'll be cool there you go that's julia morales good luck getting over that shyness i pre- appreciate everything <laughs> thanks sparky this has been a production and whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before Well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.